In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey listeners, it's Jeff Zimper. Welcome to this week's episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. Hope you are having a great week, a great day whenever you're checking in on this. So... My special guest this week, I can't wait to introduce you to him. We're talking all about video and how to integrate video into your overall realtor experience and your borrower experience. But before we do that, in case you haven't heard, we recently reopened enrollment into a very popular program called Get Powerful Presentations. So let me ask you a question. Here we are approaching the end of 2017. When you're listening to this, it's probably the end of October. Where are you at with your realtor relationships? Do you have the right agents on the bus? Do you need more agents on your bus? Do you need a better process, a better system for attracting, capturing, and converting the right agents to referral partners? If you're following the old traditional methods of cold calling, door knocking, begging, chasing, right? Buying, sharing leads, paying for leads, which more often than not doesn't lead to profitable partnerships, and you really want to position yourself unique and different in the marketplace, how are you doing that? Well, may I suggest you go check out getpowerfulpresentations.com. What is that? It is your done-for-you turnkey agent class system. The biggest challenge I think most loan officers have in teaching agent classes is, one, they don't know what to present. They have typically the mortgage financing 101 to 203K programs, the condo programs, which all have their place. But if that's all you got, right, that's a pretty pretty weak bench and agents don't get as excited about that kind of content as they do content that deals with problems they're having in their business, right? What do they want to learn? They want to learn how to be more successful as a real estate agent. They want to learn social media, marketing, digital marketing, apps and tools and tech that's going to help them in their business, how to get more engagement online, how to get started with video and things like that. So that's where Get Powerful Presentations comes in. As a matter of fact, if you want to hear a recent story of uh, one of our students who came through Get Powerful Presentations, you can listen to podcast episode number 57, where Brant Store, who's up in Washington State, hosted his very first class. He followed the system in Get Powerful Presentations. And now get this, okay? He got two loans and made $6,000 in commissions from teaching his very first class from an agent who didn't even show at his class. 
He had no relationship with his agent before, but because he followed up, because he was professional and the agent was uh, apologetic that she missed the class, he was still able to set a meeting with her and get together and share some of the content from what she missed. And she thought that that was so awesome and valuable. She felt all of a sudden reciprocated, compelled to want to give back. And there's an amazing thing what happens when you show up as a go-giver versus a go-taker, when all you're looking to do is add value, amazing things start to happen. Things get accelerated. Trust is built right? Relationships are forged. And that's exactly what happens when you get engaged in teaching agent classes. Now, there's resources, there's ways for you to go out there teaching agent classes, CE credits and all that kind of stuff. But if you're looking for a quick turnkey done for you package that you can simply plug and play, then go check out getpowerfulpresentations.com. It's exactly what Brandt did. It's exactly what other loan officers are doing across the country. You'll read their stories on the website. And we'll also provide for you in Get Powerful Presentations everything you need to be successful, from planning your presentation to tools and resources to use to promoting to how do you deliver a powerful presentation, most importantly, follow-up. But that's not where we end, right? We also deliver for you three done-for-you PowerPoint slide decks, scripts, helper videos to walk you through presenting um, your presentations, right? So if you imagine what would it cost you to have three different done-for-you turnkey professional presentations done for you? It would cost you well over $1,000. I've done that for you, and I packaged up three of them. And the topics include, for example, getting started with video marketing or millennial marketing for real estate and more. So if you want to check that out, go check it out. We include some hot seat interviews, some shareable eBooks and checklists that you can share with agents and updates to the content for life. You're going to get started with three turnkey done-for-you PowerPoint presentations templates videos of me narrating the class, speaker notes, handouts, and more. Go check it out at getpowerfulpresentations.com. It's only open for a limited time. We're going to shut that down as we uh, reach the end of the month here. So now's the time to get going, get in front of law of large numbers, more agents, right? And close out 2017 strong and enter 2018 with a good tailwind at your back with some momentum. All right. So back into our show this week, Michael Regan up in the Bay Area of Petaluma, California. Michael, for 2017, is uh, tracking over 60 million, over 100 units. And when I saw him uh, speak on stage at the Todd Duncan Sales Mastery event, I literally took two pages of notes uh, in the short session that he had. He does so many interesting, cool, leveraged things with video. A um, couple quick examples that you'll hear on the in- interview. One is he has, h- how would you like to create a predictable uh, referral process when an agent refers you to a potential buyer? Usually that can often be a broken process. They don't necessarily have the right language. Then maybe they do the three card thing. I don't know. But here's the thing. You have an opportunity to add tremendous value to the agents when they refer you. You'll hear Michael unpack how he does this with, with creating a, a video for each specific core realtor that he works with. Okay. So this would look and sound like, well, you'll hear uh, Michael talk about it, right? But imagine a video where the agent simply can send an email with a link to your video that edifies that the client has made a smart choice in choosing the realtor who's referring you. So, you know, a a couple of comments on, hey, I'm so glad that you've chosen, you know, um, Michael Jones as your realtor. He's one of the best realtors in town. He's a member of this and that. And it's definitely, you know, um, professional and so forth. So imagine how the realtor feels the fact that this video is coming to their client, that they're referring to you. And the first thing you're doing in the video is you're selling the value and and congratulating them on, on picking that agent. Agents love that. Now, will every agent go for that? Probably not. But we're talking about going deep versus going wide. And this is what Michael and I unpack. Okay. And other videos you'll hear that uh, Michael uses in this process. How about in all the various milestone stages in your, in your loan process, 
right? From, hey, we just completed your application. Here's what you can expect next. Here's things not to do. Don't change jobs. Don't buy a car, right? Things like that. So what's cool is Michael's got this all kind of built out and architected out. So he creates this five-star borrower experience and a five-star realtor experience. And that's what separates you from the price shoppers. And that's what's going to keep you successful and relevant as technology continues to expand. So check that out. I'm going to share links in the show notes to uh, Michael's videos that he's got on YouTube and other places. And then, of course, what's interesting is uh, Michael and I go kind of deep on how do you actually identify which agents you're going to go deep with and those that you aren't. Now, I told you Michael's um, business uh, uh, for 2017, over 40, well, 60 million and over 100 units. 80% of that comes from just seven agents. And so you'll hear exactly how Michael identifies the right agents to work with, the process he goes through, and what that whole relationship, that trust building process um, looks like um, on a day-to-day, weekly, week-to-week, a month-to-month basis. How he adds value to real, to real estate agents and how he's able to just you know work with only seven core agents and yet generate um, over 80% of uh, $60 million and 100 plus units in volume. So with that said, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Let's get into the show. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Jeff. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me. You bet. And I know we both got Friday hats going on, so it's kind of <laughs> casual Friday. I love it. Appreciate you making time. Um, so listen, here's the backstory for those that don't know. I uh, was recently at the Sales Mastery event, Todd Duncan, and saw you get up there and talk about video and what you're doing with video. And I was blown away because I'm a big proponent of video and I'm always pimping, if you will, pimping video, <laughs> but a lot of loan officers uh, are reluctant to do it. And I'm curious if you had that reluctance and what got you over that? Well, it, so no, not, I didn't have that reluctance. Cause I don't, I guess at the base, I don't really care. It, it's one of those things where it's just like, you are what you are, right? You yeah. go out like right now I go out to the, you know, drop my kids off that kind of stuff. I mean, people see me right. as I am. Right. So if they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't, it is what it is. So I, I, that stuff doesn't worry me. It's more of, can I help someone? Can I get my message out? And can I make it more efficient mm. um, and really make the experience different? That's really what I'm focused on, not the other thing. I don't get worried about that. So not, for me, it was not a big deal. Yeah, because the common thing I hear, and I'm sure you've heard, is I don't like how I look on video. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know many people that do. I mean, and especially like we're not wearing makeup. You know, right. I mean, you yeah. see these movie we're stars. And they, yeah, and they've got, you know, tons of makeup on and all that kind of stuff. So, of course, you're going to look perfect. But I mean, realistically, you know, people see what you are. And we're dealing with the community, right? We're not on the movie screen. Mm. We're seeing people out. So a lot of the people we're talking to probably know us or they've seen us before. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's not something to get worried about. Well, and the other thing too, which is I like about like how you and I look today. Like you said, it's like, this yeah. is who we are, <laughs> right? I mean, uh-huh. um, people, yep. they're not, they're expecting that, right? They're not expecting, look, mm-hmm. well, let me say this and we'll get to your like promo video, but there's a time yeah. and a place to be polished and professional. Totally. But if we're just talking about one-to-one communication and just like being authentic and in the moment, you know, that's what people are okay with. You yeah. Know? No. And, and that's the thing is my elite guys always give me a hard time because, um, like where we were in Punta Mite for one of our retreats mm-hmm. and the whole week I'm in shorts and flip-flops and my Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. And so when some of them saw me in my, the, my suit, they're like, wait, I almost didn't recognize you, you know, that kind right. of thing. But there is a time, you know, when I'm out in the community at, at certain events and I'll volunteer, mm-hmm. I'm going to be in my shorts and my flip-flops, right? I'm out there for a cause. I'm not out there to sell myself. I'm nothing. I'm there because I'm passionate about what I'm doing. Right. But if I'm meeting with a client or I'm doing broker tour, I'm meeting with an agent, you better, you're right. I'm in my suit. I'm dressed up. Um, and if I'm doing a professional video, I, you know, for, for a client, I'm going to be in my proper attire, but mm. you know, something else, you know, if I'm just volunteering that kind of stuff, doing something like that, then just be who you are. So you've been in, uh, an originator for how long? 
So I started in a wonderful time in July of 06, just Lovely. as the market was starting to oh, crash. Nice. It was awesome. And I, my wife got me in the business. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so you've been, yeah, yeah, made it through. Um, why did you start using video? Uh, realistically, so my degree is actually in radio and television, oh. and I was an anchor reporter for an NBC affiliate right out of college. Oh, um, you're that's a what I did. Yeah, no, I, I love doing that. And, uh, and it was one of those things that um, when my dad got sick at the time, it, they didn't know what was wrong with him. And so I actually moved back from where I was, mm. moved back to the Bay Area uh, to be with them because I'm an only child. So I took care of my dad. Um, when he got better, it was like, well, I'd already resigned from my position because obviously I needed to take care of my family. That's always come first. Right. Uh, but it was one of those things, well, do I go back to a small market and start it again? And at that time I'd met uh, my now wife, Patricia, and she said, you know what, just give loans a try. Cause she had been a processor and just started getting into originating then. Mm -hmm. She said, you know what, just try out loans, just give it a try and see how it goes. And you know, if you don't like this, you know, do what you do. But, mm. um, well, I'm here, you know, all this time later. So yeah, it worked out pretty well. <laughs> it's, it's it's weird. You know, they, they say it's like once you get in the mortgage business, it's hard to get out, you know? <laughs> super hard. Super hard. Absolutely. Especially once you have kids. Really hard. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and if you enjoy serving people, right? Oh, and, totally. Yeah. Totally. Because it's a great opportunity to serve people in so many ways. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you get to make a difference in people's lives. And then you also get to have to do so much good because most people, if they work nine to five out of town mm. and then they come back home, they're tired. They don't really have much to do with the community. They don't get to know people. But when my job, I'm in the community all the time. So I know what's going on. I know the people. I know how I can help. I can actually help. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. All right. So yeah. how, when did you start doing video? How long ago? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I want to say like 2011, 2012, because wow. I used the old flip, uh, flip cam. Oh, uh, flip. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I started using Pioneer. I I just, yeah, no, I, I mean, it was just like, I just started, I was like, well, my base is how can I get information out? People would send out these mailers and these auto things, you know, emails and all that stuff. And it just, people got inundated with them and didn't care about them. They didn't read them. Right. So the impact was nothing. Right. So I said, how can I be different and do something that I already know? Mm -hmm. And so then I said, you know what, I'm going to try out the flip cam. And I initially actually started using video by doing video tours for my core group of agents. Mm. So they would get a house and I'm like, Hey, why don't we just shoot a video tour? And so I started doing that. And then I said, well, why don't I do it for myself and start doing updates and giving my agents once a week an update of kind of what's going on in the market, not just with rates, but just overall home sales, pending home sales, you know, things that are impacting the market. Um, why don't I do that once a week? So I would get a, I got a tripod, a wireless lavalier mic, you know, the flip cam, mm -hmm. um, and I would just shoot a weekly video. It took me forever to do, believe me, because I was standing up in my suit. You know, they, I didn't have a green screen, so yeah. I was doing that kind of stuff. Um, but I did that uh, as a weekly update. And so that's where it all started, and then it just evolved from there. And where did you uh, share that video? Was this, was this online back in the day? <laughs> yeah, YouTube. I mean, well, YouTube. still posted on YouTube. Yeah, 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 just on YouTube. And I would send out, you know, here's the weekly update. And, um, and I started getting traction from there because no one else was doing it. And I'm in an area where, you know, we're a small market. I mean, Petaluma is 60,000 people, right. but you have two really big originators in this market. Hmm. And it was one of those things where I needed to do my passion. And I found that my passion made me so different. And so my business was grown, even though there's a, another nationally you know, known person in town in a small area, my business kept growing. Are you talking and about who, you, who, who I think you're talking about? I don't need to name names. He's an awesome guy, but I'm just saying he's in my town, right? And so most people, when they see me, they're like, wait, Petaluma's got 60,000 people and you've got two kind of, you know, up there originators. I mean, granted, he's in another stratosphere, but I'm just saying sure. the point is, is that, um, that I, my passion made me so different. 
Yes. And people got that. And that's how I was able to grow my business. And there's a lot more to it than that. But the video really was my passion. Mm. Um, and that's what I instituted my business. So yeah. Okay. So let me break it down. What are you using for video right now? How do you, how do you record your videos and what does that look like in an average week for you? Yeah, so totally. So I do two different things. So my weekly updates now are done totally different. I use screen capture. So I use like Camtasia mm -hmm. and I'll just do a screen capture. And now I do a, a weekly update um, where I'll go over, you know, again, same kind of concept where what's going on in the market, what's causing, um, you know, existing home sales, pending home what sales. What are you showing when you do that? What, what? Uh, graphs. So I use graphs. I actually get graphs of from, like uh, the like job from, support. From KCM or KP Yeah, because I, mm -hmm. I, I subscribe to KCM. Yep. I also subscribe to MBS Highway, right? Right. Barry Habib. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so I get a lot of my graphs, charts, information from there. And so I just go over it. I mean, I'm literally, I have my presentation put together and I go over it. And that way it was doable because when I was filming them like in person, you know, stand-up shots, all that, it had to be during the right time. I had to write the scripts. Um, you know, it, there was a lot more to it, a lot more editing. When I do the screen capture, literally Monday morning after I get back, that's the one thing I guess I do work on, on the Mondays. But um, when I drop my kids off at school, I get back, I do my presentation. So I go over what the market is doing, all that stuff. And it takes me about five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then it's really simple. Cut the ending, beginning, post it on YouTube, and then send it out to my, my core group of, you know, my referral partners. Um, so that whole process takes about 30 minutes. So that's one thing I do every single week. Okay. Um, so that, that doesn't stop unless there's, you know, like we had the crazy fires last week. Yeah. I wasn't shooting a video that week no. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and then the week I was a sales master, I didn't either, but Generally, I'm really consistent on those videos, updates every week. So that's that's one thing. So okay. screen capture. Okay. The other one I'll do is then I'll just use my phone, right? Using mm -hmm. my iPhone, like put right, it on a tripod. Like right now, you're on an iPhone. Right now. Right? Yeah. Yep. Right now. So mm -hmm. I'll put it, my iPhone on a tripod, wireless lavalier mic, mm -hmm. and then go and record. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll record whatever I need to say or do, uh, edit it, and then send it out. So is I, that uh, typically on a particular topic or? Yeah, it depends. It's it's one of those things like um. Uh, so you saw it sales mastery, the, yeah. uh, what I call the big head video kind yeah. of probably what it looks like now, but <laughs> that one was shot strictly on my iPhone with my wireless lavalier mic. I sat down in the office, wrote the script, really shot it done. Yeah. That was, that, that, was, was just, the, that was the milestone. Like, here's your appraisal. Here's no, that no, was, no, here's no, no, what no. not to do. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. That was the thing with the agent, the cross sell agent video. Remember that? That was the middle one. There was the promo video, the yep. cross sell agent video. And yes, the, uh, yes, yes. The talk talk video, about that. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So the cross sell agent video that was shot on just iPhone, wireless lavalier mic and tripod. That's it. I mean, nothing, nothing right. too fancy. Right. Yeah. But still very good quality, very acceptable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because you have the mic. I mean, make sure you have a, a yeah. wireless or, you know, mic, because if you don't, it doesn't work. Well, and you learn this from your degree and uh, like the two best things to help you with video are good lighting and good audio, which I don't have good lighting today, but <laughs> <laughs> well, the yeah, audio, no, no, yeah. No, but I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, no, no. But I mean, that's the thing is that it's one of those things where you make sure the video is of solid quality. You yeah. know, if it's shaking too much or all over the place or you can't see anything, then forget it. Mm. Um, just make sure it's solid and make sure your sound is good. And a wireless lavalier or even wired, cheap wired yeah. lavalier mic solves your audio problem. So it's it's not that complicated. Yeah. And they sell all that on Amazon, as you know. You know, um, Totally. Super cheap. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So let's go back to the realtor video you mentioned because um, that's one of the things that really jumped out about what I saw you doing. So the profile thing we'll talk about in a second, because that's the professional all about the Michael Regan team. But yep. I really see so much opportunity for us to leverage video the way you demonstrated that in one, the borrower thing, like the video you did, which let's talk about that first, which is, okay, you just took an app, you know, or your team took an app, and now they're going to yep. get a video from you. So mm -hmm. and a series of videos. So take us through that. Yeah. So basically, what I want to do is um, just to start with the concept is, 
I wanted a way to number one, make the experience different from clients, but still have that tie because I think a lot of people get too into technology and forget that this business at the core is belly to belly relationship based, right? Um, so that is my core belief yeah. is that it is a relationship based business, but I also wanted to give a client a great experience. Mm. So I figured instead of having a 20 minute conversation with the client every time, like say an appraisal's order mm-hmm. that I shoot a video that explains each step of the process. So like when we take an application and we submit it, we're going to send an update out to everybody to let them know, you know, we submitted the application, appraisal's been ordered, but we get used to in our business of, you know, okay, appraisal's ordered. We know what that means. Right. But something as simple as that, a first time home buyer, I mean, really, I found that they don't know what that, they don't get it. They don't know what it means, which is cool. I mean, they don't do this for a living. So what I did is I put the video together to explain what's going on. So what do I mean that the loan is submitted? What does that mean? What does it mean that the appraisal is ordered? Mm-hmm. And I let them know what this means yeah. and then also what the next steps are. Right. So, and so then they're fully informed, they're comfortable, they can watch it whenever, however you know, they want and as many times as they want to feel comfortable. And the cool thing about this is it gives them that service because they're seeing me. Right. So it's not like they're just getting a, an email. They're actually seeing me in the video. Right. Um, and then also it's one of those things, instead of having to have a 20 minute conversation about what is an appraisal and your loan submitted, mm. it, it frees me up to do more because I'm sending that video. They're getting all the same information yep. and they're getting that they see me, but I'm not having to explain myself 20 different times. Yeah, that's awesome. And I also know in that particular video, if I'm correct, that same video you talked about, here's, here's what not to do during the loan process. Like don't open yes. new lines of credit. <laughs> don't change your job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes it easy for us, right? We get so busy sometimes. Yeah. Um, we forget the small details. Right. And then all of a sudden that happens. You're like, oh man, I forgot to tell you. Mm. When you actually take the time to craft those scripts, mm-hmm. when you, you know, put that video together, you make sure you don't forget anything. Well, it's like, so then, yeah, I mean, you're, you're obviously both of us are disciples of Todd and a uh, uh, high trust. Yeah. And, and then one of the things I remember he talked about in there is what's, what's, you know, creating a five-star experience and what separates you yeah. from the competition. It's the experience your borrowers have and your realtors have. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, and I believe you also, um, when you're talking with realtors and you're mapping out what's, what's it like to work with the Michael Regan team, you're also articulating this process that you give their clients. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, yeah. that that's the whole thing. When I meet with an agent, I have a presentation that I go through with them to show them exactly the experience right. that we put our clients through, but also that puts them and how we bring value to their business and the whole presentation put together for that. But yeah. yes, I absolutely show them that process. And that is why I copy them into all those emails too. Um, even the initial, like, here's your needs list email that, that then has the link to about us, the yes. promo video essentially. Right. But I always copy them into it because they may be an agent I don't work with. Yep. And so they're seeing exactly how I'm doing something that's totally different than anyone else. Um, and bring value, bring in that connection to the client and experience. So am I hearing that correctly? Like back to that process, uh, it's the first video. It's like, okay, your appraisal, uh, has been ordered. Are the buyer's agent, listing agent getting that video also? No. So uh, this is where I'm different from some of my, mm-hmm. uh, some other people is that there are people that will send updates to the listing agent. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I do that more for privacy client. Cause I've seen it kind of go nasty where uh-huh. you give the listing agent too much information. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to negotiate, then all of a sudden the listing agent's like, no, I know all your information. There's so no way. Fun. So I'm, I err, err on the side of caution is that Let's I only keep buying agents. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, but it is, it's one of those things. I never want to be the reason why a client didn't get something or yeah. put them in a bad position. Yeah. So I explain that to my agents and they get it. Yeah. Um, but I do not send that to the listing agent. The only thing I send to the listing agent in terms of the video mm. 
is I will send them, there's a uh, congratulations video at the end when we fund mm. that I'll send to them. But otherwise, no, I don't keep them in. That's up to between them and the buyer's agent. I, I stay out of that. Well, I'm curious while we're on the topic, and this is maybe off video for a second, but do yeah. do you have a cross-sell process for listing agents on a transaction? Totally. Okay. Yeah, you know, because uh, well, the first thing we'll do is, you know, when a client submits an offer, we're going to give that listing agent a call and say, hey, you know, we've, we pre-proved, you know, do the whole kind of, script right. we have with them and get to know them a little bit right. um, just so they feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So we will do that. And then after, obviously throughout the process, it's going to go great. We're going to actually close that deal and they, they can see that part. Um, but the end of the transaction, they get the congratulations email or excuse me, video. Uh, but then I also send them, always send them a handwritten card. Mm -hmm. And then I put something in there, you know, some little something in there, but I always send them a handwritten card um, and then give them a call after the transaction closes. So I do do that. Are you trying to book an appointment with the listing agent afterwards? Uh, well, see, this is that's where my business is a little bit different. So I don't go out of my way to book the listing, the appointment. What I do is I'm more of a, a everything I do is long term. Huh. So I will always have a, a long term mindset. So when I get to know them, if I liked how they the transaction went and wow. I think they would be a good fit, mm -hmm. what I do is I'm out in the field. So I'm, I don't take loan apps. I don't sit in the office. I don't even have an office in my office, right? Mm. When I go into my office, I go to the conference room. It's either to meet with an agent or it's to, I'll set my laptop down real quick to work. Otherwise, I'm out in the field. Yeah. That's My job is not to sit in the office. Mm -hmm. um, but part of that is I'm going on broker tours. I'm going out to offices. I'm going to see people. I'm involved in community events. So generally, most of the agents I end up seeing somehow, some way out. Just out and about. Broker yeah, tour. yeah mm -hmm. out and about something because I'm around everywhere. So then if there's someone I want to know, I'll get to know them. Interesting. So, and so, so, but I'm more selective. Yeah, I like, I like that. You're being select. So, if you have an experience with a listing agent on a transaction, and you sense that, hey, this this person is really professional, right? And uh, and then yeah. you maybe do a little, maybe you already know who they are, and you're like, you know what, I don't really have a relationship. You'll choose to pursue them based on yes. kind of your perception of, yeah, yep. you want to work with them. I do not work with anybody. They have to be a good fit with how my team, my model works, um, and they have to, you know, they have to get what I'm doing yeah. because I can add a ton of value to their business bringing a lot more business to them, but they have to buy in. And, and so, and they have to be a good fit. We all have to work together. Right. Life's too short to work with people who you're going to fight with all the time. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay on this off video track for a second. Cause I think people listening no, totally. want to know. Um, yeah. so I'm looking at the numbers from sales mastery. It said for two, 2017, you're tracking about a hundred units. Is that right? So I already did. I mean, you that was back did. in August. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they right. asked, I already yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, my thing is, cause I mean, you know, um, this year I, at the end of August, I was like at 42 million. I pr I'll probably be right near granted. These fires kind of threw things in a loop, yeah. but I should be near about 60 million in production this year. Yeah. Wow. And over hundred units, obviously. Yeah. All right. So oh, when, yeah, yeah. when somebody hears, Hey, I'm never in the office, I'm just out and about meeting and greeting. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, people are like, wait a minute, how the hell did you do that? man? Huh? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a combination of a little bit of luck, but yeah. also it's very systematic. So one thing is I work with my wife. Yes. Um, oh, that's helpful. So, no, totally. Because <laughs> or maybe not. Who knows, right? Depending well, on no, the no, no. relationship. It, it, yeah, no, no, you're right. No, if I sat in an office <laughs> with her, that might be a different story, you know, but, um, right. but no, it was one of those things she started as a processor. So okay. she kind of has that underwriter processor mindset, but she also is a good salesperson. Mm. Um, but we're different. When we were both loan officers, so she started in the business before I did, and she got me into the business. Mm -hmm. So we realized at some point, and it was about 2009, and we said, you know what? I hate doing paperwork. I hate it with a passion. Yep. And she didn't like going out and going mm -hmm. to broker tour and you know, doing all those open houses and all sure. that stuff. That's not what she wanted to do. Yep. So we said, why don't we combine forces and work? Because we weren't working at the same company you know, with each other at the time. Oh, okay. And we said, we were working at different companies. Mm -hmm. um, 
so she said, why don't we, you know, we've had talked about it a long time. We said, you know, we got to make this work. I know it's not probably, you know, in the end of 2009, it wasn't a great time to, yeah. to go out on your own and essentially form your team. Mm. But we said at this point, we're either going to make it or we're not, but we need to do what we're passionate about. She is awesome on the paperwork, the underwriting, all that. Um, and she's great meeting with clients mm. where my strength is going out in the field and just bringing in business and the database yep. and the video marketing, all that stuff. So we finally formed the team. And so that came together was, um, so it was, it was really March of 2010 is when we actually completely formed the team, all that. And we did since then, I've not taken a loan application period. How does that process work then? How do people take, you know, what's the, take us through that? Yeah. So ba basically what it is, is, so she handles anything client related she's going to handle. So if, um, we've all of our agents, we've trained that they call Patricia, not me. Mm -hmm. Um, if they need business development, if they need database help, if they need marketing ideas, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. you call me. Okay. If it's client related you call Patricia. Okay. And that's just all our agents just know to do that. And all our marketing and a lot of this stuff, I give both of our phone numbers, but uh, if I ever have to, I always give Patricia's first. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's always the one that I want them to call. Yeah. Um, it's not like I won't talk to clients, but I do not meet with them and I don't do the applications. That's okay. Patricia's job. Okay. So Patricia does all that. Um, and basically she handled everything for a number of years until recently mm -hmm. as our production has grown, mm -hmm. she handled everything. So she would meet with the client. She would do, you know, pre-approvals, submit that, make sure it goes through with the processor, all that kind of stuff. She dealt with that. Um, and then I would go to the signings at the end. I always go to my signings. I think that's very important. Interesting. Okay. So it's one of those things. That's how, how we did it is she handled everything back end. I handled everything in the front end and we stayed out of each other's ways. Mm -hmm. Do you, when you say you go to your signings, do you find, um, I mean, it depends on, I guess, what your goals are for your business, but is, is there a yeah. scalability concern there? Uh, yes and no in terms of, yeah. I mean, at some point it gets a little crazy, but this is the thing. For a lot of times, that is your excellent, you've got the agent, the buyer's agent, and the client in the room at the same time. Right. They're happy, they're excited, and you make it an awesome experience. And we try to have as many of our signings as possible in our office. Mm -hmm. um, and we make it a whole experience from yeah. their name in the elevator to we have gifts, we have their name on the, the big screen, you know, all that kind of stuff. We make it a real experience for them coming in and it's really cool and we do a lot more to i mean we do more than that right. but we want to make it a really fun experience mm. but it's my it's my final time to really glue with that with the client and also to show the agent remind them what an awesome transaction it was you know how great it was the experience that we bring to them and the client throughout the process and it really ties it all together mm -hmm. and and there's some clients i mean i i have some doctors who i mean that work the the graveyard shift that i never got to meet mm-hmm this is my first time to actually meet them in person. Right. right. So, and to build that relationship. So when I see them around, I know who they are. They knew who I am. I mean, they've seen the videos, but still it's, it's one of those things where yeah, to connection. me, it's a bonding experience and it is time well spent because I have that close time with the agent and with the buyer, um, to really build it. And my business is focused on taking care of my clients because again, the last couple of years, I mean, the last three or four years, over 50% of my business has come from my database. So, I mean, I'm really focused on that. And when are you, uh, you know, going for that referral? Is it at the signing desk or what does that look like? It's a mix. So, a mix. Um, well, there's some where we, we let people know. I mean, we do, because we are different and the experience they go through us, we have a lot of clients that refer during the process. Just, just automatic because they love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, we make it easy. I mean, we yeah. make the process easy. We make it different. We actually care about them. We show them we care. We do professional. I mean, everything is done where you can tell you're working with professional mortgage practice. You're yes. not working with, you know, Joe Schmo who doesn't care about you. Mm -hmm. Um, so they get the difference and especially first time home buyers may not get it. They think it's amazing, mm -hmm. but people have gone through it before. Yeah. 
they are the ones who are just like, wow, this is totally different. And they get it. And they just kind of, it happens intrinsically. Uh, but the other thing is after, I always send handwritten cards, handwritten notes, give them an after closing call. And that's when I'll ask, you know, hey, if you know anyone, you know, that we can help, please let us know. Um, and that's part of my touch-up process is, you know, I'm, I'm touching base with my clients about eight times a year okay. in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And then I do a huge client appreciation party every year. So I get all my top clients mm-hmm. in a room with me mm-hmm. um, in a fun celebration. And so you tie all that together. It just builds on itself. Do you have any realtors that join you on that? Is it just you and your Oh, client? yeah. You do? No, it's well, most of the my core group of agents mm-hmm. are also my clients. Uh, yeah, so they've been so many... through the experience with, yeah, I mean, yeah. they they do their own business with right. me. Right. And so, yeah, they're there. But also, I, even if they haven't done business with me, if they're, a, a, if they've referred me business, they're going to be there because as far as I'm concerned, my, my referral partners are my clients too. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's my clients and them. Yeah. So you use, you, you use the word core agents. How many would you say core agents, you know, active that are on your bus? Well, no. So I only consider a core agent who refers me hundred percent of their business. I love them to death. They're like family or my close friends. Yeah. Um, so they're seven. I have seven. Okay. Seven. And they're That's responsible it. for what percentage of your uh, 60 million, let's call it. 80% of my business. 80%. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good way to work. I mean, really, the 80% of my referred business, because again, a lot of my business yeah. comes from my database. Yeah. Um, but no, they're huge because this is the thing. And I think people forget they want to work with every agent out there. Mm. But number one, it's better to be picky because you work with people you have that synergy with, and then everything goes beautifully. They send you clients that are like-minded, yeah. birds of a feather, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's a great way to build business. Yep. Um, but the other thing is, you know, when those, those, you have a small core group, you can spend a lot of time with them. It's Todd's role. Todd, uh, Todd, what does he always talk about? The 80-20 rule and everything, right? Yep. yep. Go deep versus wide. 80-20 the 80-20. Exactly. So when you are able to spend a majority of your time with your core group, mm-hmm. you build that tight knot, tight-knit relationship. You actually know who they are. You like them. You hang out with them. They're, they're, they're your friends. They're yep. your family. Almost like family. Right. Um, you only need, if you have seven good producing agents, that's all you need. See, it's interesting. And I'm, sh- I'm sure you, some LOs listen to that and they're just like, you know, oh my God, but come on, that's not possible, man. How am I, it know? is. <laughs> no, it, it is. is. And, and you talk, and, yeah, and this is the thing. I mean, you talk to someone, you know, like Marty Preston, okay? Yeah. Um, Marty is amazing. Him and Ryan are two of the most, Grant, are two of the most amazing originators that I know, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just what they do. But if you ask Marty how many core agents do you have, it's under 10. Mm. I mean, he's doing, what, 70 million in produ- personal production. It might be more. I don't want to undercut him. But yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a serious player. Right. And he doesn't have a million agents he works with. Right. He just focuses on his core group. And because if you understand, and this comes to Todd's thing, which you, you know, mm-hmm. you'd be totally into, but um, if you work with, you know, say you have seven agents that, that refer you 10 deals a year, mm-hmm. that's 70 deals right there. Yeah. Or you can work with 40 mm, that maybe you can work with 40 agents that maybe you get, I don't know, 10, 15 deals a year from because you don't have a bond with any of them. Mm-hmm. Right. So less is less is more. Yeah. I truly believe that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I heard you say, you know, you, you consider a core agent, somebody you're getting a hundred percent of their business of, and, uh, that's, yep. that's a, a big achievement. I'm sure that didn't happen overnight. No, uh, again, everything I do is long-term. Yeah. So it's one of those things that because all I do is focus on our database and building relationships yeah. is that I go on broker tour every week with my core group of agents. I see them at the broker tour. I see them at community events. I go stop by their office. Yeah. If I don't see them, I'm always, I'm always in their life and they're always in my life Yeah. so that it, it's more than just like a transactional business. It is exactly. a true relationship. Right. So you do it that way. Number one, life's so much better because you have people you work with who you love it's and fun. you like, I mean, yeah. yeah. And there's no loyalty issues. There's no business issues. What you're most of the time when I talk with them, 
I'm not talking about business. Yeah. Talking yeah. about their life. Yeah. What'd you do this weekend? What's going on? This and this. And then we get into business. But it's it's well, about what, them first. What I'm clearly hearing from you, and this is what I get, this is why I love, you know, the Todd Duncan community so much, is that you guys, you know, you do look at it as a it's a relationship business, but you're also investing in that relationship. Too many loan officers that I see uh, with the big wide brush I have is it's the relationship with the agents are all peripheral and it's all yep. transactional buzz. Hey, how did you, I need, you know, mm -hmm. buyers over the weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And yes. I, I'm trying to help, you know, shift LOs away from that. And that's why I'm so glad we just had this conversation because it's a proof point that seven agents equate to you 80% of your business. Yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so do I have 40 agents who send me deals over the year? Yeah. But they're onesie twosies. I mean, yeah. and they're not someone I'm spending any time with. Yeah. It's other than, you know, hi, how are you? Maybe do a phone call here and there. And it's not that I don't care about them, but my focus is on my core group who they're, they're good producers and we bond. Are you um, prospecting any new agents at this point that you want to add to the team? Well, yeah, but it's very slow. So when I work with someone or when I meet with someone, I'm like, you know what? I think this person would be a good fit. And I'm, I've gotten to the point where I can tell mm -hmm. very quickly mm -hmm. if I think someone's going to be a good fit for us. Mm -hmm. But one of the videos that I didn't show because it's kind of a, a specific video okay. is I want to know how to, and kind of getting a little off track, but it goes to it, mm -hmm. was how can I connect with an agent, a referral partner that I don't know? All right have no connection with anything about that, you know, anything, no connection, no one knows them, that kind of stuff. So that's where I use video. Yes. Um, and I kind of talked about on stage yeah. where I was shooting a video to uh, reach out to those agents. Like, Hey, and the whole point was I figured an agent who all of a sudden got this beautiful package, you know, the book, the note, the video that's specifically tailored to them about, you know, I want to meet with you. Um, cause I think you're doing some amazing things. Uh, again, those agents uh, and the kind of agent that has happened so far has called me right away and been like, no, we, we got to meet because I've never seen this before. So, so that was, yeah. I, I know. And, and without, without getting you to reveal the secrets, <laughs> what would, what would, Anello, what would be some typical things you would look at in preparing that video? I mean, naturally I'm thinking, you know, I, I always, it's, it's like, look, I want to be like a, a detective. I want to stalk them online, Facebook, yep. find out their transaction buyer versus seller, yep. whole nine yards. Then we need to present something in a, rel in a, in a, you know, contextual way that makes sense, I guess, on the video. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I think, yes, you're, you're almost a spy. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing their production. I know what they do, buyers, sellers. I know, and I know what lender they use because a lot of those reports, yeah, right. I can see what lender like they MTA use. MTA so reports. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I know exactly who they're using and I know the, and I know my competition also what their, um, what their strengths and weaknesses are. are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but I also am confident because again, through the coaching, through my business over the years, I know that I can bring value to them. And I think what a lot of originators and I had the issue with when I was first starting the business, you're kind of scared to reach out because you truly don't know what value you give people, right? Yeah. All you're talking about is rates, fees, programs. You can always tell the originators that don't have the confidence in themselves or newers because all they talk about is rates, fees, and programs. Yeah. Or we That's close it. in six months. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, no one cares about at the end of the day, really, yeah, yeah. if you do it right. But if you know that you have true value to the, that person's life, and you can, you're different. You can absolutely bring value and monetarily too. I mean, you can prove this to them, how to do that. Mm -hmm. Then why be scared with talking with anyone you think would be a good fit? Because you know, you can bring more value than the person they're using right now. Okay. Let me ask you this. Uh, tell me if this is an example of the value you would bring or not. Um, yeah, yeah let's uh, split some Zillow leads. <laughs> <laughs> so you did hear my, yeah. <laughs> um, so basically Zillow to me is raking water, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those water. things that I think is... <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it seriously is. It is total waste of time to me. I mean, you know, you're you're getting clients that don't care about you generally. Yeah. They they're looking for the lowest rate, lowest fees, or, and you're just a commodity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not how I do business, and that's not how I want to do business. Mm-hmm. You're spending a lot of money, get a ton of leads, and then what? You get a thousand leads, you might get one person out of there, and you spent five thousand dollars. That that ROI doesn't make sense to me, right? Yeah. So. I don't do Zillow leads. And that's one of the first conversations I have with a newer person who doesn't know how, a newer referral partner that doesn't know how I work, mm-hmm. is that I will bluntly say, look, I do not believe in Zillow. It's like, like raking water. And I go into the whole explanation of ROI and how your ROI can be so much better uh, doing different activities and showing them how to do it. And the thing is, it's, not, it's showing them based on how I do my business, right? And so, and how I built my business has never been Zillow leads. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had an agent that sends me like two deals a year, just randomly send me a $50 a month Zillow thing. Didn't even ask me. Mm. I deleted that email. Yeah. I, I, I'm not even respond to that right. because they obviously ignored me. Right. Um, <laughs> but I don't believe in Zillow. I yes. do not believe in Zillow. I think there, there's a, an opportunity out there if you're in a call center, cool. But you know, to build a true long-term business, which I think as this business goes more digital, the relationships at the end of the day become even more important. Right. Um, and, and the thing is, like, um, you were probably there on the first day, and I forget his name. He does all the statistics. He was there the very first day of Sales Mastery. Um, yeah, I know who you mean, but I was not there the first day, actually. Okay, okay. So anyway, but he was talking about what they were finding with millennials, though. So everyone was scared millennials are all digital. Right. They're finding millennials, they love word of mouth. Uh-huh. Number one. Yep. So it's not just online. It's word of mouth is their big thing. But they want to go through an experience. They actually want to meet with somebody in person. They yeah. don't necessarily, they're seeing hugely that they don't want to go online. They may, they do all their research, information yeah. shopping mm-hmm. online and research online, right. but they actually want to meet with someone and they want to go through that experience and they're great with word of mouth. Right. Yep. Well, all right. So, so Zillow is like raking water. Um, <laughs> can you share one example of, of, you know, how you would add value to an agent? Yeah. So it was really simple. So, I mean, with me, the biggest thing is I can show them. So I'm, I'm a database maven. I mean, really I track my database. Again, that's why over 50%. What do you use by the way to manage your database? Uh, I Jungo. Jungo. Okay. Got it. I'm actually going to have them on the podcast in a few weeks. Yeah. So when, when I actually used that, when I first got it, it was called MPC because I've been using it for seven years now since 2010. Um, but it's one of those things I always tell someone if the first thing you, when you get into the business, what is the first thing you should invest in? Mm. Number one, hands down, database, yep. period, hands down, yep. pays for itself. So when I use that iJungo, the thing is I track everything, right? And so we, I told you that I touch base with my clients seven or eight times a, a year, have the client appreciation party. I'm always in their lives. I'm there. Mm-hmm. So they just can't forget about me. I don't do buffini pop buys or that kind of stuff because that stuff pisses me off. <laughs> but uh, but what well, I do, I don't like people showing up my house. Uh, yeah, um, unannounced, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, that's not my style. But I still want to be there in the background so they just don't forget about me. Yeah, It's one of those things where how I bring value though is I'm taking those what is real estate agents? What is the number one problem overall? I mean, how many times do you see an agent with their with their magnet on a refrigerator and it's listed by another agent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it happens all the time. All the time. Um, and agents' big thing is almost no agents use a database, and they right. don't they don't follow up, they don't follow through. Even on the Buffini program, it's not they don't necessarily a lot of them. Well, they say they're Buffiniites, don't go to the nth degree that it takes to to, to follow up, right? right. Um, so I am their database. And the thing is, is over the years, and I always tell them, look, it, it sometimes takes a while. We got to do enough business. You send me one deal a year, I'm not going to be able to help you. But mm-hmm. we're doing 10, 20 deals a year, I'm going to be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Because I fall up with those clients and the agents generally don't, mm-hmm. when those clients refer a client to me, I track everything so I know what agent it came from. So then when I go, hey, this client referred me Joe Smith, 
and you had referred me, you know, the client who referred me, Joe Smith, I'm going to get that lead back to them. Right. They don't even know that happened right. because they aren't following up or they, they don't even track it. So they don't even know who it's coming from. But I get them their clients back to them. I get them the referrals from the clients back to them. I mean, and over the agents have been working with me for a number of years. They see how many deals we do a year where I'm sending the clients to them, but it initially came from their client. So is the conversation, you know, something like, um, you know, one of the ways I have values to my realtor partners is, is I help um, incubate, farm, cultivate, yeah. turn, turn over leads yeah. of our joint database. Yeah. Are you, I, are you yeah. looking for access to their database that you didn't work on? No, no. no. Uh, you know what? The thing is, there is, I mean, Todd's talked about it. There are people that do that and I get it. But this is the thing is there's a lot of ideas out there that people talk about, but really implementing them, it doesn't work out so well. And most agents either, well, so number one, they don't have a database. Let's be realistic. Exactly. A lot of them, they're like note cards if, or their iPhone if they're lucky. Yeah. So there's no database to tap into. And if they actually are savvy enough to have a good database, they're not sharing it. Because exactly. you think I would share my database with no, anyone? No. 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 That's your gold mine. Yeah. So if you have an agent that wants to do that, in my area, we're we have a lot of very tech savvy people, yeah. um, you know, just being near Silicon, the whole Bay area, mm -hmm. but the agents I found are very, that have a database. We're not going to share. So I don't even go there because okay. I wouldn't want to share my data. Okay. So you're just saying but, the business we do together, I can, I can generate yep. X amount of additional business by, yep. by, okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just realistic. Now I'm not saying someone could go out there and have an agent that gives them their whole database. That's, that's awesome. It's just not necessarily my style and how I found I don't want to come off as I'm just trying to hammer this agent. I want their, you know, get in their database. I want all their information. I want to control them because that's not, right. I want to show how I add value to the clients we work with together. And when you're presenting, Period. you're giving this presentation to an agent, mm -hmm. it's just, just, it's just, just you talking. Do you have like any kind of visuals that go with it? Oh yeah. No, yeah. there's a whole presentation I put together. That's on our, when we sit in our conference room, there's a, the big screen has all the visuals. Got it. So I'm showing them what I'm talking about. So you'll show them a screenshot of Jungo or whatever and all that. Oh, totally. Mortgage yeah. Coach, all that yeah. stuff. But also. Yeah, but I also let the presentation goes where it where it needs to go. Right. Um, there's some people that have a set like um, there's there's you know how um, the the core coaching. So Rick mm -hmm. Ruby's group, mm -hmm. they usually have like a set of questions. They'll ask the agents right. um, before they meet with them. What right. I try to do is I try to differentiate myself where I just have a conversation with them initially because right. I want to I want to just get them to 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 get who to know. I want to get to know them right. Yeah. And then what I do is I ask them, well, where are, you know, where can I help you or what's going on? Or I'll just hear them say something. I'm like, wait, right. I heard you say this. I have a solution for that. Right. Or let's talk about this more. That's so I do more of an investigative kind of digging in as opposed to automatically coming in with the same set of four or five questions. Mm -hmm. um, I try to make it, well, I do make it more personal because the, again, I'm not a transactional person. I'm a relationship person. That's why I'm in Duncan coaching right. um, because I do totally hundred percent believe in real relationships. Yeah. Are you then Absolutely. doing any yeah. co-marketing? Minimal. So yeah. that's the thing. I, and this is probably, I don't mean to piss anyone off, but <laughs> um, I always believe that the more advertising you do in our business, the worse you are at your job. Mm, what do you mean? Because if you are doing an amazing job mm -hmm. with your current clients and your current referral partners, yeah. you don't have to do any advertising. The snowball effect just happens. Mm -hmm. It just does. I mean, in my business is proof. I spend maybe $500 a year in actual marketing. Really? Wow. That's it. Wow. That's it. My money is spent on my current clients, yeah. my database, you know, yeah. my current clients and their that appreciation party and anything I do for them. It's not spent on trying to get new clients is to take care of my current clients who then send me new clients. You know, it's funny um, when I hear you talk like you have been for the last 10 minutes and thank you for that, that great share and anybody who sits yeah. in the room at a Duncan event, it always comes back to, and I don't mean to beat this, you know, horse, but um, <laughs> uh, it always comes back to, yeah, what's the experience you're creating? 
You know what I mean? And you are very intentional about creating because everything we're talking about here, like I, that's why I asked you about the visuals. You know, yeah. Are you showing a because that's a different experience than sitting around a coffee and you're like, well, here's what I do. I do this. And that. You know what I mean? It really, it's got to yeah. be that five-star experience, like from soup to nuts. And that's what I think is really making the difference for your success rate with the agents yeah. and with your ability to activate your database. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that's what it is. It is about doing, it is about having an experience mm-hmm. and that's a big keyword, but that means you have to totally believe in that that's important yeah. and everything in your business has to be on the experience. Everything. How, I mean, smallest things. How, uh, I don't know if you can answer this, but uh, how much yeah. thought maybe when it was originally done or maybe consistently do you put into architecting that experience? <laughs> uh, that is what I do. I mean, I'm always adjusting. I'm mm-hmm. always changing. So if I, again, I had a, you're always tweaking it because I had um, an originator talk to and they're like, you know what? When clients come into my office, I have a menu for drinks, snacks, everything like that. And part of the experience, I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. So what did I do? (laughs) I create a menu. We went and got loaded up the refrigerator and the cabinets. So we have snacks and drinks and everything they could ask for. So when the client comes in, my assistants give them a menu, ask them if they need anything. I mean, bring them, we have nice silverware and dishes to serve it to them. I mean, again, that's a little thing, right? Most people be like, that's kind of stupid. What are you doing? But you don't get it mm. when it's part of that whole experience. And someone who has dealt with an originator who they walk into a bank, a big bank, and they're like, yeah, how can I help you? You know, okay, sit yeah. down, whatever, and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Right. And, but they come to my office and the experience is totally different. And again, it's, it's basically for the same price. Do you want to stay at Meltel 6 or the Four Seasons? Yeah. And I'm wondering how much you think or believe, and you probably have evidence to this, that uh, that, that experience, um, lessens the price conversation. Oh, huge. No, mm-hmm. that, that's the whole thing is, is when you're focused, when they've been referred to you by past clients or mm-hmm. agents that refer the heck out of you. I mean, they believe in you. It's not just how you talk to my person. It's you're talking to my people. They are amazing. Mm-hmm. So different, totally different mindset. The wording is different. Same thing with the clients. When they're referring me a new client, um, they talk, I mean, they rave about us, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of it. And so when the people come to us, they're already like, okay, these people think you're amazing, who I respect. And then they go through the experience. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're always, if anyone tells you they never get shopped or prices, I'm sorry, they're lying. That happens. Yeah. But does it happen nearly as much as it happened when I was an initial originator starting learning when it was all about price and product? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. You might have, I don't know, one or two a month that talk to you like that. But for the most part, no, it's, it's about what, how can we help them? One last question on the uh, customer experience, and we'll transition back to video for the last few minutes. But yeah, um, yeah. do you have people take an online app before they come in? So Ryan Grant's give me so much heartache. <laughs> no, no, I, I haven't because I wanted kind of what we do is we have them send the paper to us and we do the application, right? Because we, when you get the online applications, 90, 90 to hundred percent of the time, really they're wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they think is their income is not their income. Right. Right. Um, and that's why, you know, some of those, um, We'll just call them the explosion or um, airplane loans or whatever you want to call them out there, you know, the different type of loans where the clients can put whatever information they want in there. And, oh, I got approved. Well, yeah, but you, I can put in that I make a million dollars a year and yeah. get approved too, but that doesn't mean I can actually do it. So I always had that personal experience where I wanted the clients to send it to us and we make it as easy and simple as possible mm. for them. Mm-hmm. Because, at, at, and this is getting the millennial thing, millennials want it convenient and easy. Right. That's what they want. And the assumption and is the, that includes online apps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But when you just say, Hey, send me your documents, you're going to have to send me anyhow or upload them, you know, whatever you want to do, but I'm going to take care of the application. I'm going to take that off your plate and do it for you mm-hmm. is part of that experience that we make it easy mm-hmm. for them. And that is what we try to make it. So I don't, but that doesn't mean I won't try it. I just haven't done it at this point. 
Do you, um, I lied about the last question, but, uh, do you, uh, (laughs) do you, when you're taking that in-person app, do you ask questions outside of just the questions on the 1003? Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing we don't, cause we're not taking a 1003 when we're doing, we're asking them, we have, when we meet with a client or on the phone conversation, we're asking them about their hopes, dreams, and goals. Uh We want to make sure that we, we were able to fit the mortgage to who they are. Right. I mean, we really want to make sure that we are their advisor. Uh, we want to make sure that we, we do the right thing for them and put them in the right position because a 30-year fix might not make sense for someone who's leaving in five years. I mean, so we have those in-depth conversations, yeah. Such as like, do you have kids going into college or whatnot? Or, yep. Yeah, graduation, retirement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you, and what are your dreams? Like, where do you see, I mean, sometimes depending on the client, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what is your plan or wh- what's going on with your job? Or questions what's going they on with don't usually get yeah. from most LOs. Totally. And, but it's also a conversation. A lot of the questions we yeah. fed automatically at this point in the conversations without us even thinking about it, that kind of highlights and I you like know, what you said. What it's a know. conversation. It's not like a checklist at a doctor's office. Nope. Show me where nope. it's a conversation, which means slow down, engage, connect. Totally. And that is that is why I didn't want to do that because um, I wanted someone to be focused in terms of Patricia's case to be able to sit down with the client, have that in-depth conversation with them because that's what she's focused on. She's not focused on where's our next deal coming from. She is focused on what can I do to help the clients. Mm. And, yeah. and that's a different, that's a different kind of thing. Yes. And it's all under the umbrella of the Michael Regan team. Yeah. It's all the Regan team. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Well, cool. Thank you for that. That was an education right there, by the way. Um, (laughs) So last couple of questions on video real quick. Um, I know at the, at the conference, you mentioned you have a video that taught that basically um, makes it easy for the realtor to refer you, uh, Mm -hmm. which deals with, and I don't know if you said this or somebody else, you know, the big problem with realtors is they either do the three card thing or they're like, oh yeah, give Michael, you know, there's no setup. (laughs) Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was the whole thing. My, again, it's all about the details. And so you're solving problems as they come up and you think about them. Mm. So, you know, the biggest thing is, okay, when an agent refers you, if they're your core group, um, you know, training them on how to say, or, or building that trust with them. So they, they just refer the heck out of you, but some agents aren't great with the wording or how yeah. to get that across. So what I wanted to do is on my core group, I would shoot a video, a cross sell video so that they could send to the referral. So when they were referring me someone, instead of just saying, hey, talk to my lenders, if, if that was their style, that they could actually send a video with it that's me mm-hmm. cross-selling really the agent. So the video is ultimately about the agent, and right, everyone has an ego, so they all want it to be about them. Yes. So when I do the video about them, so I'm telling the clients how great that this particular agent is, how they're wonderful, they're awesome, you know, whatever it is about them, but it's, it's actually true. What I tell about them is yeah, I, I specifically, yeah. No, but I tailor that video to that agent. Like if right. someone is oh, the president of some association, mm-hmm. I'm going to mention that, right? Mm-hmm. Or if they're big into kids or horses or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them because right. I know them. I know what their passions are. I'm going to tell them, you know, what's going on. So basically what I'm doing in this video is cross-selling the agent right. to the client. Right. But then at the end, I'm just putting a little blurb about, hey, by the way, you know, we work as a team. I'd love to work with you, you know, whatever I say. But, but I put just a little bit about me and it's like a minute long video. Right. It's not long. And so the but way it's you mostly get, about the agent. Sorry, the way you get agents to um, send that is you record it first, and then hey, let me show you, and right, and then they're like, oh yeah. my god, yeah, I'll send this. <laughs> totally, no, right. but that's the thing. Is I'll have a conversation with like, hey, I have this great idea. Yeah. What do you think about it? Yeah. And then you can tell if an agent's like, eh, whatever. Then that's not an agent. I'm gonna waste my time. You know, I'm not gonna do it because they're not gonna do it. They don't buy it. Yeah. But you get that those people who buy in, and they're like, well, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Then I have the conversation. What do you? Is there something specific you want me to mention or whatever? And, and I'll do the script. Mm. Then I'll shoot the video, and I always send it to them, obviously. And then they'll be like, great. And then they'll start using it. And the cool thing is, is I do on an, um, 
an unlisted YouTube link. Mm-hmm. So I can tell how many times that agent has shared that video and how many times it's been watched. Right. So it's, it's kind of a cool, I try to track everything to make sure what's working, what's not working, what I need to tweak, what I need to change. You, you have to track everything. So for your videos then, like they go out in an email, is it just a hyperlink to that video? Yeah, no, it's, I don't use BombBomb. Don't I mean, and, and this is the agent sending the video. So I have to be realistic. Most That's agents true. aren't using BombBomb or something like that. So I will give them the link. I will kind of set up the email. So they just have to press, you know, it's like click it's, here. Kind it's of in thing, their box somewhere, right? It's in their box. Yeah. The, the emails, I already do the email for them, kind of set it up and they can tweak it to their personal. Right. And then they just have it sitting there and then they forward that email to right. the client. So it's a script. You're, you're already done. But then they tweak it to that specific client. So basically the lender's situation. like, or the agent's like, yeah, I actually, um, let me introduce you to my lender. I'll send you an email. Within there is a video. Click and watch it. Yep. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That's it. That's nice. Yeah. That's really, that's yep. very efficient. Mm-hmm. Very efficient. And that really sets the stage for the conversation they're going to have with you. Um, all right. So let's see. I need my glasses for the last couple of questions here. <laughs> Old man here. Um, no problem. How many videos do you have in your milestone process, like during a loan transaction? So there's, uh, that's a really good question. You should have, uh, should have prepped you for that. Have. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's all good. I've got them actually. Give me one second. I can pull them up and count. Um, Just ballpark's fine. Yeah, no, I've got, uh, let's see, one, You've got two, eight loan steps I see three, here. Four, five, six. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. So I've got eight loan steps. So basically I've got, okay. um, I've got the promo video, obviously, but once you get in the loan steps, I've got uh, loan submitted, appraisal ordered, loan approved, appraisal in, final loan approval, loan docs ordered, loan docs at title, loan funded, congratulations. And then of course I have the congratulations and thank you to the realtor. And those are all unlisted on, vi- on YouTube. Oh yeah. 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 No, those okay. are all private videos. Cause I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's just in the template email that goes out on all loans in that, yep. in that at that stage. Okay. All right. Yep. So that's pretty easy to do for somebody on your team. Just part of the process is. That was what it was, is I did okay. the videos, we did the templates. So literally my productions and my PAs can just copy and paste and, and tweak it obviously to the client's name, you know, in any specific details, but it's super done for them. So I don't have to worry about what they're, they're saying, something that I don't want them to, mm. or getting into too much detail. It's, it's all there for them. Videos there, boom, done. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. That is awesome, yeah. man. I mean, just, just that alone is a great way to, as you said, leverage, you know what I mean? And, and, yep. Well, we don't have time to go into it right here because we, <laughs> we, uh, we talked a lot longer than we planned. That's because uh, <laughs> it's all good. This, this got so interesting. So if you don't mind, can I share like a link to your YouTube page so people can look at your videos? The yeah, no, totally. Because anything, yeah, anything that's on YouTube is I allow to be public. So because yeah, your no, promo video cool. is on there, the one you invested in. It is. Yeah. Yep. Which promo is, video is on there. Yeah. Which you're walking around town, you're greeting and meeting and greeting and really sets mm-hmm. up the stage of like you're active in your community, which is extremely yep. important. Yep. Um, okay, cool. And then for you, uh, you know, I, I always am a big believer in talking about what you're really passionate about. And so you are uh, on the board, the president, actually, I shouldn't say it, you're actually the president yeah. of <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Petaluma Educational Foundation. Is that it? Yep, yeah, that's right. it. Yes. So, yes. so tell us a little bit about that. And is there any way we can help and support on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So the Petaluma Educational Foundation, it's, it's um, kind of unique uh, around the country is that we actually support every school uh, from basically kindergarten through high school in the city of Petaluma. So it could be a charter school. Um, it could even be a private school. It just can't be a nonprofit or excuse me, a for-profit school. So, you know, there's a Catholic uh, private school in town. We support them. I mean, if they need, you know, we'll, we do two things. We give out, um, uh, scholarships yep. uh, to the, to, to the kids. And right now, so the organization has been around for about, you know, 20 ish years. Um, we've given $3 million, over $3 million in scholarships to the kids, uh, to no kids just in Petaluma schools. And then we do grants. So the schools can come to us for a grant for up to $15,000 to fund something that's curriculum based. So mm-hmm. maybe they need, you know, whatever they need, maybe they have this new, they want to do this new cool garden and they need a greenhouse to go in the garden because they're doing science, 
you know, whole science lesson. Now that school is built around that garden and that kind of stuff. So we'll fund up to $15,000 to do that. And they come to us with the money. We vet them. We go through the whole process. And if they're awarded, we give them up to a $15,000 grant. And we've also, in the history of PF, um, given over $3 million into that. So the total is over $6 million that we've given back to the community in Petaluma wow. um, since I believe it was 1982 or 83, something like that. Um, yeah, 82. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. That is really awesome. So a lot of that is just from the, the fundraising activities that you're involved in. 100%. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing is, yeah, it's all... So we get no government funding, uh, funding, nothing like that. It's all from the community and from people donating. Um, and then, of course, our, our big bass that we have every year. So yeah. what, why is that a passion project for you? Huge. So both my parents were, were teachers or they're now retired. Um, so education was not something that was even optional for me. I mean, you were going to, to be a good student. You were going to go to college. Um, education was always important to me. So I grew up with that, but I actually believed in it. I mean, I saw you know, how much it helped people and, and how big a difference it makes. I mean, I see that with my little ones right now. Mm. Um, you know, when I sit down and read with them and things like that, it makes a huge difference in their lives and, and them. So I believe it's important. And if I can support people um, and amazing teachers doing amazing things, and if they need some extra equipment and we can give it to them to do some amazing thing with the kids, I mean, how is that no. not a good thing? I mean, no, and it goes directly to the kids. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, my son goes to a charter school um, that's out of the way for us to go, uh, but it's worth yeah. it to go there. Yeah, that's awesome. Totally. Very cool. So yeah. we'll, we'll definitely, um, and by the way, are there any real, I'm just curious, you know, naturally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some realtors that are involved with you in that. Uh, there are a few, but the funny thing is actually the, the realtor that is in there who I love, I do not work with. Interesting. Um, but some of the, the other people are clients of mine. I'll just put it that way. So yeah. yes, I do have other people, but they're in other professions because there's only, yeah, there's only one real estate agent in that group right now. Well, I guess, you know, the, the last point on that would be, and I, I talk about this, um, we do this branding event for realtors, and I talk about showing up in your community and and connecting your passion to your profession. And most people keep it as a secondary outside, oh, I do this food bank over here, but I never really combine the two. Yeah. And I think it's, it sounds like what I'm hearing from you. It's important to bring that to the surface, and it's okay. People are okay with it. Totally. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. But I mean, I support it. If you believe in it, if right. you're doing it just because you think you have to do it and okay, right. I'm going to, I need to be involved. So I'll be involved. That's not the right way to do it. No. But if you actually love it and you're passionate about it, then it's, it's awesome. Because yeah. again, you meet people that are passionate and birds of a feather again, comes to that. Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you sharing so much. Sorry to go a little bit longer than we planned. Yeah, it's all good. All good. <laughs> uh, I just felt that there was tons of great stuff to share in there. So as I said, I'll put a link to the show notes to your, your YouTube uh, page so they can see the videos to the foundation you're involved with and hopefully drive some awareness and maybe some uh, additional funds to be raised there. So thank you so yeah. much, man. Appreciate it. No, thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You bet. Awesome. Uh, thank you. And so listeners, uh, as always, thank you for being here and appreciate you tuning in. And uh, as always, uh, make it a great day and we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. 
done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.